Welcome to Skift Travel Spotlight, the future of tourism in Saudi Arabia. In this episode, Skift chats with two executives whose organizations are playing an enormous role in developing Saudi Arabia's tourism infrastructure. Osama Al Nawasser, Vice President of Marketing and Communications for Riyadh Air, and Rikin Wu, CEO of Dita Travel. Saudi Arabia recently confirmed it will invest over $800 billion in the country's tourism sector over the next 10 years. And that's on top of the billions already spent. Many of the nation's giga projects are actively courting partners and global brands such as Hilton, Accor, and IHG. They are already starting to flock to the kingdom. In this episode, Osama and Rikin give listeners an insider's view on how the industry can plug into Saudi Arabia's growing tourism ecosystem. I'm speaking with Osama, the Vice President of Marketing and Corporate Communications for Riyadh Air. It's good to have you. Thank you for coming to WTM and thank you for spending some time with us. Uh, so the first question is quite simple. It's tell me about your airline's role in supporting the development of Saudi's tourism infrastructure and specifically your investments as the airline in building out that infrastructure and that vision for tourism in the kingdom. Well, thank you so much, Oliver. Um, it's a great pleasure to be here uh, in WTM. First time for us uh, in Riyadh Air. Um, and we are very keen to see uh, the establishment of Riyadh Air since uh, His Royal Highness the Crown Prince announced the airline in March 12th this year. Um, it gives us you know, huge mandate to build an airline from scratch. Uh, the last, uh, I would say, uh, uh, carrier that was launched in the region was almost 20, 25 years ago. So that's uh, a big mandate uh, on, on Riyadh Air as we're building the next generation and the next new era in, in aviation industry from Riyadh Air. Uh, I think the infrastructure in Saudi uh, gives us the potential to uh, capitalize on a capital city, which is Riyadh city, population of 8 million um, Saudis, non-Saudis, uh, residents uh, in the capital city. So that's a huge uh, mandate for us to promote Riyadh as the capital, promote Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, which targets to have 100 million visitations by 2030. Uh, so I guess the mandate on Riyadh Air is to build uh, a hub of an airline to promote tourism, uh, to enable uh, this sector massively. We are the first impression uh, when it comes to uh, you know, guests who are visiting Saudi. So there's a lot of areas that will require uh, Riyadh Air to build and capitalize upon. The infrastructure, what we see currently today, uh, and the future outlook of that, whether it's airports, um, whether it's the, I would say, the ground handling, uh, and all of the, you know, subsectors that supplement, I would say, the airline to rise. Uh, I think we we are targeting the 2025 to be uh, a very successful year, uh, hopefully. Excellent. Uh, no, no, picking up on that, um, the types of partners that you're looking for, specifically in tourism, 
to help you build out the airline and support your growth. Are there certain partners that you would like to meet with here at WTM or more further afield that will support uh, your growth and your ambitions? Very great question, Oliver. I believe uh, from, from a brand perspective, uh, we are being built on three pillars. The first, we will be a digitally led, digitally native airline. Uh, the second pillar is going to be us relying on the hospitality piece. And we will be giving an obsession uh, attention to detail when it comes to guest experience. Uh, and the third pillar is adapting uh, the, the best practices and standards when it comes to sustainability. So these are the three brand pillars that the airline would be built upon. Now, when it comes to the general ecosystem and partners, we will rely on that kind of presence and the type of partners that will help us uh, as well to elevate our product, our service, and our offering. And hence, um, it's a mutual partnership that we seek for. Um, as an airline, we will not succeed by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And our first partnership was established with the aircraft manufacturer, Boeing, when we purchased the fleet of wide bodies of a 787-9 Dreamliners back in March. So I guess partnerships is essential and cuts across all of the operations of the airline. Um, and you know, stay tuned to hear more about what the aviation uh, sector will have through Riyadh Air Partnerships. Sounds good. Okay, I'm gonna go to a different question. I think you've already answered it, but I do wanna hear from you given that you're from an airline. Are you in the business of transportation or are you in the business of tourism or both? I think we're in the business of transportation and tourism, so it's both. But however, we will not succeed uh, as, as an airline company without working with tourism. Oh, I guess this is a very unique opportunity where airlines and tourism boards should work very closely uh, to establish such a uh, connection. I think the first guest impression to a country happens at 40,000 feet. Yeah, of course. So where the airline exists. So hence, we should be working jointly across all tourism boards and departments around the world to promote different capitals and cities. So hence, um, the reliance on that is massive and essential for us. Great. So this is the last question. You're obviously a Saudi, you're from Saudi, um, but in the context of tourism or inbound tourism and leisure tourism being relatively new for the kingdom, would you mind sharing, you know, one of your experiences as traveling within the kingdom um, as, a, as a Saudi and, uh, you know, as someone that's uh, in the, now in the tourism industry? Yeah. So thank you. I think, Oliver, this is a very great question. I'm born and raised in Riyadh. I see the huge developments that came through. I used to visit uh, the areas of uh, suburbans in Diraya. Mm. And what I see currently is massive undertakes uh, for this project. Mm. 
Um, very happy to see a dear colleague in the industry of hospitality, I would say, Mr. Jerry and the wider team in Dunia to build that. But I think generally uh, the concept of travel and tourism inside Saudi Arabia is booming massively. And there's huge potential for the domestic travel market that is, you know, definitely untapped. Uh, and there's huge potential when different projects come online. And you see the likes of coastal areas of Neon Bay. Al-Ula, and what do you see of the wonders of the world over there? The eastern province, and what do you see as well when you go scuba diving as well? There's a lot of untapped opportunities when it comes to tourism. And I think the huge potential that different projects when it comes to Red Sea, Dereya, Alula, Neom are promoting. These are massive mega projects that are undertaking in Saudi. So very happy to see that. And I think there is uh, you know, an invitation to Saudis and non-Saudis to explore the potentials and the wonders and natural attractions of Saudi. Great. That's the interview. So thank you very much for participating today and taking the time to, to, to meet with us. Thank you, Oliver. I'm with Regan Wu, the CEO of Dita Travel. Thank and thank you. you for joining us today. Good morning, Oliver. Okay, so the first question then is, tell me a little bit about your organization's role in developing out tourism in Saudi Arabia, and specifically what your company will be doing on a go-forward basis. Okay, and uh, my company called uh, Dita Travel, uh, we are a tech-driven global B2B distributor and uh, we are working with uh, global partners, for example, like a uh, uh, travel agency, OTA, tour operator and airline, working with them and help them to get the best uh, resources of the hotel uh, product. Yeah, and this is what our company doing. Yeah. And in terms of the opportunity in Saudi Arabia, you see the opportunity for what Asian travelers to come and specifically Chinese travelers to come to Saudi Arabia? Yeah, definitely. Okay. You know that uh, I come from China, that in the past one or two years, Saudi become a very hot topic for the Chinese. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, they uh, before they are not that uh, know Saudi that uh, clearly, yeah, yeah. But now these two years, we see a lot of information and news come from Saudi, and a lot of uh, travelers they are quite interested about this country. Yeah, I think this is a high uh, opportunity for like uh, more and more consumer come from China to Saudi. Yeah. And you're a B2B platform. Yeah. So is some of this awareness that needs to happen with the travel trade in China? Or and or the travel consumer. Yeah. Uh, now we are working with uh, more than 30,000 uh, offline travel agency in worldwide. Uh, a lot of them, they are the, the China local uh, travel agency. Uh, I think it's quite important that this kind of uh, tour operator and offline travel agency, they can 
do some education and do some promote to the end user to tell them more about Saudi. And it really can attract more and more consumer uh, the interest to come to, to Saudi. Okay. okay. Um, where do you see Saudi Arabia's advantage in terms of being a tourism destination um, with your uh, B2B customers? Is it because it's new? Is it because it's uh, in the Middle East? Is it because it's product offering? Yeah. Could you maybe describe a little bit of what you see it's, as the, the competitive advantage for Saudi Arabia? Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm so pleased that I have the opportunity uh, to invited by the Saudi, uh, the STA, uh, two weeks ago to visit uh, uh, the whole Saudi. And actually, it's the first time for me to visit this country. And my feeling for one world is fantastic. Yeah, and it's really, really more than I expect. You know that in the past, what a lot of uh, people in China, they, what they think about Saudi is like uh, the past. Yeah, but now when I really uh, hear, I found out that this country has a, a long, long history. And also the nature sightseeing places is very unique and very beautiful. I think this is a part that the, for the Saudi can really attract the China and Asia consumer in the future. And also actually the distance is not that far. Yeah, it only takes uh, less than 10 hours for a lot of Asia country uh, consumer. I think it's uh, some kind of uh, advantage. Yeah. When you just did this trip two weeks ago, where did you go within the kingdom? Well, uh, we landed in uh, Riyadh first, and then we go to Alula, and then we go to uh, Madina, mm -hmm. and the last uh, stop is uh, uh, Jeddah. Yeah, so the I think the most popular and most famous city I already met this time, and it's really amazing trip for me and this is with you and some of your company executives or were you a part of a larger fam trip yeah i go with uh, some of our uh, companies uh, colleagues together the top management people and what they're feeling is uh, totally the same as me yeah it's amazing yeah. and then in terms of your company you see a big opportunity in saudi to invest in or you're going to be uh, looking at it amongst many different um, opportunities that you have. Is this one of your bigger opportunities for your company? Yeah, uh, I think that uh, since uh, several years ago, and then we know that two countries, that China and uh, Saudi, the relationship become more and more closer. Yeah, that's one part. The second part is that the, uh, the two country people, they, they come and back more frequently, especially mm. in the beginning, a lot of business mm. or company they set up the uh, the entity here and set up the team here, and so that means that in the next ten years or twenty years, uh, China and the Saudis, uh, the peoples, they working together and to 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 visit the uh, country will be more and more frequently because we are already the number one in China market, and I think it's a is a good opportunity for us to invest, especially for long term. We are thinking about 10 years to 20 years for the opportunity. So it is a right time and good time for us to invest in this country. And then so you're going to have to start working more with Saudi based travel agencies to bring them into your network? Yeah, I think there's a two part we can work in with uh, uh, the local uh, partners like uh, uh, the local tour operator and travel agency 
uh, once one party said uh, we can help them to uh, acquire or to get more uh, client mm. in China mm. because they need working with a local uh, the China uh, the outbound local DMC to send them the uh, and uh, the and the consumer uh, that's a uh, one part the second part is that uh, maybe that the, the Saudi local DMC they have the outbound business Mm. I think that there must be a lot of people they are willing or interested to visit China. Yeah, that's the second part that we can help them to do. Yeah, Great. Thank you very much. This is for the uh, end of the interview, but I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. This has been another episode of the Skift Travel Spotlight, the future of tourism in Saudi Arabia, brought to you in partnership with the Saudi Tourism Authority. To learn more, head to visitsaudi.com. Thanks for listening.